This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Today was a bank holiday. Normally, the first bank holiday in May is the uh, first Monday in the month over here in dear old Blighty. However, this year, to commemorate the end of the Second World War in Europe, it was moved until today. That's the 8th of May future. Streaming, downloading and non-rock radio UK listeners. Not that many of us noticed the change. Do you remember when the government announced it last June, all those people who had booked weddings were up in arms about it? Not to mention what to do about the May Day run down to Hastings. Such a charm But I know it's not gonna be that way no
The Sponge Tones and Every Night's a Holiday from their 1982 debut album, Beat Music. Now, a few of you have asked if I was uh, being serious about trying to get on board with Primordial Radio. Well, half and half, really. Uh, Since I told you about getting the uh, three months free subscription to said station, yeah, I haven't listened to it again. Well, there is no point, as there isn't anything for me. Nothing that is going to grab my musical attention. I honestly did try... But, you know, it just got on my nerves. Hence my jibe at getting a show on said station. Henry Rollins on The Other Poor, his KCRW radio show. Great. Also, closer to home, I do enjoy Joe Elliott on Planet Rock. I might not like Def Leppard post-Pyromania, but Joe certainly knows his music. Like Henry, uh, he goes into detail about the songs he plays. Uh, I know it's a fine line between interesting and boring, you know, that I precariously walk. Uh, I was pleased to hear last week on Joe's show uh, some Hanoi Rocks and some Stranglers. Uh, Little did we know that a day later, keyboardist Dave Greenfield would pass away.
always wondered where the stranglers, and I hate this term, should be pigeonholed. Former vocalist Hugh Cornwall said that it was Dave's keyboards that set them apart from other punk bands. However, history tells us that the Sex Pistols in 75 were the first in the UK with the Damned Close second. Bearing in mind the Stranglers formed in September 74, this seems at odds with the official recognised line, to be honest. For me, punk was all about attitude, and even though I was late to the party seeing the Stranglers live, the twice I have seen them, they were outstanding on both occasions. Uh, whether the Autumn Tour will go ahead you know, remains to be seen. The selfish part of me wants it to take place so I can see them uh, as they play tribute today but the uh, you know my more compassionate side wishes them well as they quietly and dignifiedly withdraw from public view uh, also joe played uh, not faking it by nazareth this has been ages since i heard the original uh, normally it's the michael munro track that doesn't get played on the radio <laughs>
That was Bad Bad Bye Bye, of course, Nazareth from their 1973 album Razzmanaz. And the first track of theirs that I remember when they performed it uh, on top of the pops. I found myself this week in a bit of a collaboration mood. Yeah, I'm not me personally, no co-host yet. But uh, band-wise, my favourite album of all time, which I'm sure I've mentioned over the years, is Parts Unknown by The Hydromatics, that was reissued and rebranded as just The Hydromatics by Easy Action Records four years ago. Uh, one of the new versions came with a selection of live numbers recorded in Friburg in 1999, when Nicky Anderson was still drumming for them. After he returned to the helicopters, uh, Andrew Frost took over, joining Scott Morgan from Sonic's Rendezvous Band, Tony Slug from Nitz Wits and Theo Brewer for the Power Glide album, continuing with a mixture of original and uh, Sonic Rendezvous Band covers. Uh, I discovered that Easy Action also re-released this album as a high-octane edition that included a bonus material of radio and live shows with an extra CD of rehearsals that I haven't got. Obviously, as soon as I could, I ordered said 2D set. Uh, it is still available from Easy Action uh, Records, but when I typed in the band's name on the label's website, it only came up with the compilation album of Sonic Rendezvous tracks. So I headed over to Discogs. Uh, it seems that if you dig deeper into Easy Action's web shop, it is there. You know me. I panicked. During the tour to support Powerglide, Theo left to be replaced by Laurent Sion from French band The Dogs, but returned for a final studio album of nearly all Hydromatic Originals in the shape and form of The Earth Is Shaking with additional guitarist Kent Steadman and Reed Doms on drums. I never saw the Hydromatics live. Uh, there was a European tour with the helicopters headlining, Zen Gorilla in the middle and the Hydromatics opening proceedings. Uh, but when it came to the UK, the helicopters supported the Foo Fires at the Brixton Academy with Zen Gorilla opening. So there was no room for the Hydromatics. Not that this mattered to me as I didn't have a ticket. Yeah, there is no justice in rock and roll. Jesus, Jesus. 
On top of the rubble of CDs that I have failed to tidy up after they collapsed whilst I was getting the squirrels some DVDs to watch was the Pure Filth album by Sonny Vincent and his Rat Race Choir, who were Scott Ashton, Captain Sensible and Cheetah Crime. We just heard Scott Morgan on three of the eight tracks, one of which was this one, War Party.
You can still contribute to Sonny's GoFundMe page to help with the rehabilitation of Sonny's grandson, Caden, after he was caught up in a gas explosion at his family home in January 2016. Sadly, Sonny's daughter-in-law, Sarah, who suffered 80% third-degree burns, passed away in March of this year. Captain Sensible, along with Rat Scabies and the often overlooked Algae Ward, appeared on the Magic Michael 7-inch Millionaire that was backed with my best friend and I. Uh, Magic Michael, a.k.a. Michael Cousins, uh, was originally part of the Ladbroke Grove scene that spawned the likes of Hawkwind and the Pink Fairies. I think at one point he released something uh, on the uh, 1977 Bunch of Stiffs compilation album and sang with Krautrockers Can. After the Millionaire single, it seemed to uh, go quiet for Michael until 2014 when he released an EP onto iTunes that uh, seems to have gone now. Vocally, uh, it's an acquired taste. Uh, those of you who have heard the tracks he recorded with Rack Captain and Algie say they are the best songs the damned never wrote. I wouldn't go that far. I, I can't hear Vanian singing either of them. They're still worth having though, just for the interconnectedness. Johnny Thunders, after the demise of the Heartbreakers, wasn't shy in asking learned musicians around to record with him. Uh, one of these sessions that featured from Eddie and the Hot Rods, Paul Gray and Steve Nichol, that was recorded in the spring of 1978, seemed uh, to have been lost, with only the single Dead or Alive and Downtown featuring the threesome. That was until six years ago, when the tapes were rediscovered, with Paul Gray confirming... The recordings. Uh, Remarkable Records put the four tracks of Leave Me Alone, Great Big Kiss, Pipeline and London Boys out as the Real Times EP in 2014 as part of that year's Record Shop Day. Uh, It's still available with its companion 10-inch Daddy Rolling Stone. If you want to really treat yourself, get the So Alonesome album. You know you want to.
penultimate collaboration track is from Rene Berg's one and only solo album, The Leather, The Loneliness and Your Dark Eyes, released in 1992 on Communique Records. Rene, who briefly was in Hanoi Rocks, with other notable bands being West End Central, Hollywood Killers and the Soho Vultures. For this outing, stream lineup for me of Bernie Tormey, Rat Scabies and Paul Gray. And if you go back exactly 100 episodes to episode 643, you will hear compare and contrast with the darkness borrowing a tad too much from Let's Rob the Bank from said album. The band only played once at the uh, marquee in Chain Crossroad. I only stayed for the sound check, which uh, basically was the whole of the album. So, uh, as I'd seen in my eyes the gig, but without an audience, I retired to the Deep Pan Pizza restaurants next door with the squirrel and friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright, wondering if I'd been in a terrible accident as I was conspicuous by my absence.
The final collaboration song I have for you is a belter, written by Frank Mayer of the Street Walking Cheaters and organised by his bandmate Bruce Duff, featuring on vocals in order of appearance. And I'm not going to tell you the band each member can normally be found in, because I'm sure you already know. Chris Freeman, Manfred Jones, Lisa Cthulhu, Adam Bones... Eddie Spaghetti, Ben Weasel, Wendy Stoneage, Cherry Curry, Tony Reflex, Susie Moon, Frank Mayer, Josie Cotton on backing vocals, Adam Bones, Cherish Alexander, Chris Freeman, Kent Holmes, Frank Meyer, Savan Pope, Ted Jekalicki on bass, Mike Watt, Norwood Fisher, Steve McDonald on guitars, Adam Bones, Billy Rowe, Brian Croakley, Brian Forsyth, Dennis Tech, Frank Mayer, Michelle Ballerina, Ray Violet, Rich Jones, who knew? On keys, Aaron Minton, Chris Freeman, Juicy Little Lasso, Melanie Van Mayen, Paul Russellio. Is it the end of the show yet? Um, put them all together and you can't flatten the curve. Oh my God.
proceeds from the track will benefit the Jubilee Consortium and Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. Staying with new music, well, I bet I haven't played any new yet, apart from the just heard FTC song. Um, Dirtbag Republic have also a charity single out, also aimed at COVID-19. This is called Pandemic Blues and was recorded and mixed from the band members' various Vancouver homes. All donations are going to their local food banks. In other news, Dirtbag Republic will be releasing a new album this autumn as the follow-up to 2017's Downtown Eastside. Pop over to their Bandcamp site for the charity single and previous albums. On to Power Pop and uh, the Speedways, who have been gearing up for the release of album number two, got us all worked up. Well, those of us who still work in that is. Um, 
because they've just digitally released another 7-inch teaser. On the A-side, it's This Ain't A Radio Sound with a cover of Billy Ocean's Love Really Hurts Without You, that I'm going to save for Covers Corner. Yeah, sorry, no Covers Corner. Today, hopefully, it will return on Sunday's breakfast show. Set your alarm for 9am to find out. Before you all start emailing me saying you can't have a digital 7-inch, if you take a trip with me over to the Speedway's Bandcamp site, you will discover that you can pre-order said single on glorious black vinyl. There was a coloured version, but you were too slow. Or maybe you weren't, and in the fullness of time, it will be hurtling towards your general direction. who has a new album on the event horizon is Took Smith and the Restless Hearts, whose debut album is due to out next month. Uh, he should have been out on the road with Airborne in the States and then this summer opening for Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison and Joan Jett. Clearly, none of that is happening. But the Restless Hearts did have a three-track tour EP pressed up for the Airborne dates. Two of the songs, What Kind of Love and Looking for Love, Ready for War, I Have aired already and very good they are too uh, the third and final track the glitter and greed i haven't but as i bought for ten dollars the aforementioned now cancelled tour ep that took signed that is stupidly limited to 500 copies i think i will
book front, I finished Glenn Matlock's autobiography on Tuesday. It was thoroughly enjoyable. It's a good to read a you know a third version of uh, the Sex Pistols story from someone who was you know actually part of it. Remember, there are three sides to every story. There's his and the actual truth. Until next time, take it easy. <laughs> See the only way to burn.